beginning the day with a puja. Quality of the puja, uh, ritual. Ritual is something that you directly, physically, verbally um, participate in. It's not something that you observe. And it's part of it. The observer. The meditating observer tends to live in their heads, look down upon things and figure out or decide what to do in a particular place. You know, so often we observe our feelings and uh, whatever. But really, this is not about observing, it's feeling, a very direct way. Doesn't have to make sense on the observing level, it's just sounds and lights and movements. But as felt resonances, something very direct can be participated in and felt resonated with. So the purpose of ritual because it takes you to a place beneath your head or deeper than your head, deeper than thought, to more primary experience. Remember, all thought, all language is secondary. To correct experience, we acquire language. To try to translate experience. Of course, after all, language becomes experience. With all its nuances and uh, the place that it comes from. <coughs> language is a gift, but we always supposed to be respectful of the place where it comes from. We all know nice words that always come from the yeah, true authentic place. <coughs> this is a problem of language. Of course, Buddhist language is the same thing. And we can know it all and really not feel any of it. Feeling, direct feeling, direct resonance is where Jitta abides. That which can be released, that which can be purified, that which is confused, that which is joyful, that which is grieving, that which is hurt, that which is aspires. It's very primary movements, primary qualities. They have tremendous potential for our welfare and for our misery. So in this uh, puja, first of all, just coming to a non-verbal level, even though we're using words, the main thing is lights, candles, softness, gesture of offering. Offering and offering one's sound. Perhaps the voice is the most um, characteristic aspect. Um, it's even more so than our bodies. It carries kinds of textures of tenderness or forcefulness, 
measure the languages Russian or Hari, tonality, soothing, calm, aggressive, harsh. Isn't it what says how it sounds? Where the voice comes from? We offer that voice. And the voice we offer is moderated, modulated, rhythmic. And it has a swell to it. As a jump, it swells, it rises, flows, rhythmic. Or we chant while we speak. And recognizing all the teachings were originally coming from voice, voice transmission. Because it carries the tonality of the speaker, the human, and the voice literally the voice of another is, is one of the two primary qualities by which the dumb is transmitted and it's called the voice of another <coughs> now we can translate into book but actually voice is what it says because it carries the embodiment presence the resonance is the jibba, which can't be replicated on the page on the screen. And we all have a voice. And every voice is beautiful. In its uh, power, its ability to carry, to resonate, heartfulness. As we all know, even the sound of the voice of soloist has its beauty to it. Movement moves us, affects us. And that's uh, what Chitta comes alive with. circles with the words and the ideas and trying to get this working and you know mm-hmm. still beset with pain and tension and frustration even though you know the ideas you know you should be mindful and let go and so forth put forth effort and acquire and be intelligent and so you fed up yeah. and just start to chant carries the voice, the sound of your aspiration, your sorrow, your joy. That's what it does. You don't have to add anything to it, does it? And you hear that. And you resonate with it. That's exactly what's needed. Morning Puja. It's the beauty of resonance. So, 
doing this most every day for many years, go through phases with it, can't get the words. Just if you, you know, know, if you can't get the words, don't worry, just just even hum <laughs> with it. It takes a while to get the words, you can hum along, <coughs> hum with it. It's just to get resonance, first of all, proper resonance. So, as with everything else in those times, you know, the morning puja and you come with the meditation on you. tired of it. Sit down and we go again. Charles, I'm fed up with this stupid Charles every day. What's the point of it? So, resonate with that. Resonate with my fed upness and feel better. So uh, what's there has to be resonating in the felt. And the ritual way of just letting that stream out, even our irritation and disappointment. It carries it. Then you know, once that's carrying felt and resonating with uh, something has moved out of the frozen state. Words can just tangle us into. Are you a ritual? So often this to the triple gem, the Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha, these icons. Buddha is Chitta. Buddha is the realized liberated Chitta. And all the movements of that, where that can inflect. So it says that the targeter, the one who's gone beyond, has come into this world. Even though he's gone beyond in turns into this world of bodies and flesh and aches and aspirations and urges, comes into this to transform. This is tangled. This is the really uh, another awesome quality of a Buddha, Buddha is Tathagata. That which is gone and that which is sort of arrived, the word means both things, comes into this resonance with empathy. And what we're inclining towards or holding up as the possibility in double practice is not another thing to do, though that's part of it, but a transformation of our being. And, and is it takes us to a place of imagery. 
which are actually much more primary than words. And basic imagery that we first learn is the image of the human. That's what we first see as we arise into the sense consciousness. We see the smile or the frown, the bodies. And that's, that's our first set of images. Very, very primary. So we see the upright form, quiet, dignified, peaceful. It's impossible. This is sacred. Contemplate. Buddha uses often Buddha images have hands. They always have hands, but particular hand mudras, gestures, and these are also powerful to recollect, get the meaning of, get the feeling of, get the sense of. There are four primary mudras reflect upon. First is the earth touching, this is the Buddha's awakening, touching the ground. So in this one you see the right hand reaches down from the waist or comes over the sitting position, touches the ground with the fingers. It's a sense of fantasy mind. You touch the ground. And we talk a lot about ground. the actual, the satya, the way it is, the reality, the direct being, presence, truth of it. <coughs> the hearness of experience as it's open to. gesture in this uh, <coughs> mythopoetic expression he opened to the host of Mara the huge barrage of fears and desires and confusions and sorrows and persuasive voices <coughs> and touching the ground simple statement was, I know this, I'm not moved by this. This is the unconditional acceptance. I'm not jumping up and down, I'm not fighting. It's an important mudra to bear in mind. see is the hand is raised, the palm facing out, almost like in a stop gesture. 
Kunta, Bayamudra, fierceness, it's a protection mudra. What this is saying is, you're not coming in here. This is safety. I can hear these fears or urges or irritations. It's that. It's not coming in here. It's not taking over. So there's a resolute quality to that. It's called the uh, unstoppable success. Focus in the um, unstoppable power of success. Uh, notice it's not a success in terms of grasping, reaching out and holding and having, getting something. It's a success as a repudiation of greed, hatred, and delusion. Develop as you contemplate those voices, those sounds, those pressures. The upright axis. And raised, not coming in here. And the third is the <coughs> with the Samadhi Mudra, hands gently resting on each other, cold, so one back of one hand rests in the palm of the other, there's an openness in that Mudra, palms are both open, so it's like forms a gentle cradle, it's not tight, it's not grasping. Samadhi is like this, gathers. It's a quality of allowing the skillful to, to be gathered, felt, sensed. It's such an important transformation of this, uh, how this word is translated. This is from English word concentrate, which tends to have a grasping quality to it, clutching, tightening. And the Samadhi Mudra reminds us, none of those fingers are loose. They're certainly collected and composed. It's gathering, absorbing, all that's good and skillful to the heart of satisfied, composed rich, then it quietens and becomes still. There's a different quality. This is a quality called jayati, jhana, to absorb the skillful. All one's actions, body, speech and mind, inclinations are skillful. Well in it, recollect it, let it accumulate, heart feels happy, 
satisfied, therefore it unifies. It settles. Mudra is the Dharma Mudra. The way we enter with that, we give ourselves, and the response is the Buddha gives back. It's not a deal, not a transaction, but we begin to feel, sense the arising of blessings, the arising of faith, the arising of the arising of a kind of energy that becomes a vehicle for effort, for application. What is given back to us in a way is a mirror of what we give. We give our faith, we give our openness, we give our inclinations, what comes back is magnified the sense of deep aspiration, settled confidence. And this is the leader of the, of the vehicles for awakening. It comes from chitta rather than the person. It's not directly from the head, directly from the heart. It's felt rather than calculated. It swells rather than jumps. This is our vehicle. 